Hey everybody, welcome to the podcast. I am Lee Godbold and this is Godbold Unlimited. Appreciate you joining us. Uh, for those of you that don't know, considering this is uh, only podcast episode number two, there's probably going to be a bunch of you. Uh, I'm the owner of three businesses, uh, Junk Removal Authority, Junk Doctors, and Specialty Truck Bodies, all kind of related around the junk removal industry. Those companies as a whole do about $5 million a year, and I'm glad that you can be a, with us on the journey as we try and bring them to $10 million next year. What you're going to find uh, on this episode, the reason we do, or on this podcast, the reason we do these podcasts is uh, there's been a lot of mistakes that we've made over the past 10 years that I believe people can learn from. It also helps me get my thoughts together. So if you guys ever put out your own podcast, you'll find that it actually benefits the host as much as it does the listeners, and it really allows us to make great business decisions. So what I want to go over today is something that's going on in our company right now, and it's, it's how to solve issues. So every business in America out there is going to have issues. And if you don't have issues, that simply means you're not striving to improve your company and you should always be, uh, be improving. So the particular company I want to talk about of the three is Junk Removal Authority, or its secondary name, which is Nth Zone. Uh, junk Removal Authority is a consulting, marketing, and coaching company for the junk removal industry. So we help people get into business that aren't in business yet. We've got complete business packages we sell to them that includes operations manuals. We got an awesome video training and testing series they go through. We've got all the forms they need. We teach people how to hire uh, employees, how to, how to market their company, how to grow and how to be successful. And then we have coaching programs along the way. In that particular business, uh, we started that back in 2018. And uh, first year in business, we did, I think, like $100,000. The second year, we did about $600,000. This being uh, year three, we'll go over $1.5, just shy of $2 million uh, with this, that particular company this year. And the goal is to take that company to $5 million next year. In order to do that, we've got some issues that have popped up that have to be addressed, mainly around operations. So what you're going to find is on the operational end of things with your business, operations is not very difficult when you're go getting up to that a million dollar a year price point. And that's simply because for the most part, you as an owner, you've got a business that hasn't really necessarily expanded out beyond you. So up to a million dollars in revenue, you can have your hands in every single different piece of that business and be pretty successful with it. And maybe even up to $2 million or $3 million in revenue. But what's going to happen is once you get to that two or $3 million price point, or whatever price point it is in your industry, there's gonna to come to a period of time where this company has to be set up with people in place that can make great decisions and it has to have processes in place that allow you to grow and get to that next level. So you have to make that investment in those changes and fix those issues before you're actually at that sales level. Otherwise, what's gonna happen is if you do get the sales, you're gonna lose customers. Um, or you might not get the sales at all. You know, many companies get to a certain price point and they quit pushing marketing, they quit pushing sales simply because they don't want to make the decisions and the steps and the investments necessary to become successful. So the issues that we're having kind of within Junk Removal Authority are going to be very common issues for any business, marketing businesses or, or really any other type of business. Um, the main one is, hey, we're always trying to improve client results. So we've got 150 plus clients of which probably 130 are ecstatic about our services. So that's 130 really, really happy people. And then we have 20 that are just either disappointed or so-so, somewhere right in the middle. Now of that 20, 
there's probably 15 of them, 10 to 15 of them, that probably weren't clients we should have sold in the first place. So you'll find when you're brand new in business, you're gonna to sell to about anybody. Once you are a bit more established, you have to become a bit more selective on who you bring on. And it's not necessarily telling somebody, hey, we don't wanna do business with you. It's informing them of exactly how you do business and what to expect and how your services work. And what happens is they themselves decide uh, one of two things. One, uh, you're probably not the business they need to be working with simply because what they expect and what you say you can deliver, there's too big of a gap there. And then the second thing that, uh, the second thing that might occur is you might actually change their mind. So you might take a less than ideal client and make them an ideal client simply by bringing them through that set of circumstances. So, and that's something we'll cover in an upcoming episode because it's very important for people to understand how do you qualify customers or how do you get customers to qualify themselves or disqualify themselves. And this one, what we wanna do is we wanna find ways simply to get more efficient, to improve uh, in results that our clients get. The, the next thing that we really wanna address is departmentalization. So within Junk Removal Authority, we have a Google Ads management department. So we do pay-per-click advertising management. It's uh, our most profitable service. It's the original service that we offered. We've got a search engine optimization. So we help websites rank better on Google in the organic results. And then we, we have websites. So we build out websites that are proven to convert for the junk removal industry. We also have a contact center. Within the web department, which is the PPC, SEO, and then websites, one of the issues we have is departmentalization. So what, that, what I mean by that is each one of those divisions actually has one head, and that head is the point of contact for our clients. Now I want you to think about a story that I, that I, that I liken to, and I, and I hate that we allowed it to get to this point, allowed the business to get to this point, is we do business with a company called ADP. ADP has probably six different things they do. If not, it might even be a dozen. It might be, uh, it might be 12 different things they do, from payroll processing, which we use them for, do they, they do taxes, they do... Um, uh, human resources, they, they've got time tracking apps, they've got a multitude of things that, ha that, that they perform, multitude of services and products that they sell. And yeah, probably three years ago when we switched to ADP, I remember being so frustrated because every time I wanted to get something done, I had to call a different department. And you as a consumer, when I look at ADP, I don't think about, all right, well, ADP HR is one company and ADP Payroll is another company. I think of ADP as a whole. I need one person I can talk to that can help me out on every single step. So one of the things we've happened here is, all right, now we've got four different points of contact. So even though I'm very passionate that we do not have the issues around multiple points of contact, we've allowed it to happen. So how do we, how do we fix that? And how do we fix that without dis disrupting the 150 clients that we already have, without making life too complicated on the teams and our team members that, that we have here? They're already very, very busy. So how do we accomplish that? And then the other thing is just making the team as a whole more efficient. You make the team as a whole more efficient, the client's results get better. Uh, anytime you introduce multiple departments, you're going to have some inefficiency there. So it's better that if you have less departments and the people you have are just a bit more versatile in different skills. What you'll find in marketing is SEO and PPC and website building, they're all pretty related, especially SEO and, and, uh, and, and websites. So those are the issues that we're, we're having to work through. And here's kind of the thought process. I wanna let you know how we go through, uh, how we went through this decision-making process because this is something that was learned over time. What used to be, is we'd evaluate this, we'd come up with a list of uh, objectives, and, and we'd, we'd immediately go forward with one 
without maybe taking the necessary time to evaluate, is this really the right move? And what happens then is you throw your entire team off balance. What I mean by that is what's gonna happen, you as an entrepreneur, somebody that's moving fast, trying to get stuff done, you implement one thing and you realize, you know what, this didn't hardly work at all. I'm gonna go completely this direction or this direction. And I'm not saying that, the, that with this method, you're, you're not going to make little mistakes. There's always gonna to have to be periods of calibration. What you don't wanna make is you do one thing and then it's the next and it's the next and the next. You, what you'd like rather make is all right, you have one thing you implement and then it's just a slight little shift over one or two times and then it's working correctly. So the very first thing that, that, that I do is I, I think about the good stuff that we've got going on. And what I mean by that is when you have issues, it's very easy in your business to focus on the bad things instead of the good things that are going right. So I wanna get myself in a positive frame of mind to be able to think about these issues we have very kind of objectively and be able to uh, solve the issues without, and remove the emotion from it. So the first thing I do, I think about all those 130 clients or so, 120, 130 clients we have that are extremely happy with our service. And we hear from them quite often that they really love our service. I think about the fact that the business uh, it has made money, we've hit our sales targets, we're pretty profitable, so we got a lot of great stuff going on there. And what I remember is many of these issues to some extent have existed ever since the beginning and things are going well. So what that tells me is this isn't an emergency. And most issues in your business are not emergencies. Not that they never exist, there will be emergencies from time to time, but for the most part, you'll psych yourself into believing they're an emergency, you'll stress yourself out, and you'll make a bad decision. So the first thing I do is I remember about the things that we've got going correctly. The next thing I wanna do is I wanna list out what are all the problems and the issues that we've got here. So I'll list out every single one and figure out if any of them are kind of related to each other. So. As I mentioned, the issues that we have, uh, we, need, we need better efficiency, we need better client results, and remove departmentalization. What you'll find is all three of those things, there's probably an answer to all three, they're, they're really related. If you solve one, you probably solve the, other, the others. So, um, what we determined we needed to do in order to, one of the things that we found is our teams, they're doing their daily checks on Google Ads and they're making improvements here and there and all like that, but they probably could do just a little bit better or get challenged just a bit better to really dive into these, uh, these accounts a bit more closely. And what I mean by that is I believe uh, wholeheartedly we do better, a better job than any other marketing agency out there on really diving in to the companies we work with in terms of the price point that we're paid. But there's probably a better way of doing it. Instead of the regular checks that we make, we need a team that's sole responsibility is one, to keep up with the best SEO practices and the best Google Ads practices and, and digital marketing practices there is. I want 30% of their time being focused on really upping their knowledge and their skill set to be able to help our clients out as much as possible. The digital marketing space is always changing. And in your industry, your people should always be pushing themselves as well. Your industry might not change as fast as the digital marketing industry does because Google and Facebook are always kind of changing their algorithms. But I guarantee there's a way you can improve your business right now and what you're gonna find, many of entrepreneurs out there, they rely on themselves for that improvement. If there's a way to empower your team to really look into their, into the way they're doing things and up their skill level and everything, what you're gonna find is all right now, instead of just one person really pushing the business, now you've got a team of many and you're gonna get much, much, much farther. So that's what we've decided to do there is we're gonna form this analysis team. This analysis team is a team of two. The reason we chose two people instead of just one 
is two people drive each other. When one person looks at something, they can glaze over, they get used to what they're looking at, and they don't challenge themselves as much. It's like with salespeople. I wholeheartedly believe you don't ever wanna have just one salesperson, at least not for long, you wanna get a second salesperson because they're gonna compete against each other. Same type of thing with the analysis team. With the analysis team, they're gonna work together and, and sort of compete against each other to create the best possible results for our clients. The next thing we're gonna do is put together a client success team. So instead of each department head then having a, uh, being the point of contact with clients, what then occurs is the client success team takes the information that's getting from the analysis team, they've got it in front of them, they have a very high level understanding of marketing, and then they convey that out to the, to the, to the client. And from that point, you've got the, 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 the production team or, uh, that actually is carrying out the services. So the analysis team makes the recommendations, production team gets it done, client success team is the point of contact for the client. And all this hinges on having great communication within departments and it's mainly done through having a great software system that the team uses to, a great CRM to really note and project management uh, software to really note what's going on. Moving from there, there are other plans to potentially kind of consolidate these divisions under one, one individual person. So what we're gonna do to start with though, is we do one thing, we do one change, which in this case is the analysis team. So when you're looking at your business and you have several changes that need to be made, first, the next, well, first thing you wanna figure out, well, is there one change I can make, get it implemented, and then bring everything else in later? And the reason for that is, is that one change is gonna rock the boat a little bit, so you don't wanna rock the boat too much and you'll turn it over. This uh, decision we've been formulating for two weeks. And the, the reason I mention that to you is, again, it was an emergency. It's very easy to look at issues as they come up as emergencies. This was not an emergency. But what I did say is when we recognized the issue was that we were gonna come to a decision within two weeks and tomorrow is gonna be two weeks and that's when things will kind of get finalized. We've, we're 95% of the way there, now it's how do you actually roll it out. So remember, Generally, things are emergencies. Uh, the other thing that we did is there were several ideas that we had and projects that were sort of getting explored. We kind of put the pause button on. In our case, one is a, a, a potential, not partnership, but just a product that involves HomeAdvisor and our contact center. And then the other one is a, is a different type of marketing service. We've got to fix the issues we have now before we expand even further. I think somebody likened it one time to like a, a, a four-headed monster in this case. You know, we've got four different divisions going on and, you've, and if you're not careful as that monster grows, it's just gonna eat you. Because the larger it gets, the problem's just gonna exasperate itself. You have to fix it first. So you've gotta be willing to do what's necessary once you determine what, the, the, what needs to get carried out. You need to be very calculating too. It's very easy, a lot of entrepreneurs think they gotta run around like their head's on fire. Like you've gotta move fast, 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 fast all the time. And sometimes actually slowing down, making calculating decisions, and then carrying it out is really the way to go. So again, I'm Lee Godbold with uh, Godbold Unlimited. Please hit the subscribe button if you're watching us on YouTube or, uh, or our podcast. Appreciate everybody joining you. I hope that our story on what we're doing within our business can help you solve any issues you might be having yours in yours and growing. Thanks for watching, guys. Catch you next time.